Hello, hi, and welcome to the Tissa Pod. I am your host, Joy Mpande. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, today's guest, you know her as an actress, model, TV presenter, and an iconic South African media personality. She goes by the name of Pearl Tusi, and she recently ventured into the alcohol business. And we get to chat to her all about it. Stay tuned. Yes, Umzanzi Celebville is filled with flavor. But you know that Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the cheese pot. Let me just start with thank you so much for taking the time out to chat to us. Thank you so much, Joyce. I really appreciate it as well. So getting into it, yes, as I mentioned, Kat's finally out the bag. I'm sure it must have been hard to keep it a secret for so long. So when did this partnership officially happen? When did you sign? You know, how did it come about? Wow. <laughs> I, I, I never, you know, we never like hearing details like that. Look, Kat wanted to work with me. I recently found out, in fact, even after we had signed the deal. Mm. that he had initially wanted to work with me um, right after he had created this gin around 2019. Mm. And I was busy doing my thing. And unfortunately, we were not able to end up speaking because he didn't have my details. And the person who was supposed to connect us, you know, complicated things. Mm. So uh, fast forward 2021, a few months ago, he asked to have a meeting with me. He flies up from Cape Town. We have a meeting. I call my management in. We have a fantastic meeting, and then it was just about hashing out, you know, the fine, the fine details, you know, mm. the minor things that you need to know, well, not minor, the major things that seem minor, mm. um, and figure those things out. And in a few weeks, it didn't even really take that long. In a few weeks, we figured it out. Um, we signed on the dotted line, and we are pressing forward. Things have moved really quickly because I think him and I really are aligned in the vision that we have for mm. the gym. Um, for for our I guess our respective brands and how they can be aligned together. Mm. Um, and Seth and I had worked together in the past uh, when he was still working for Pinot Record, and um, I, I guess he had liked how I work and he had enjoyed watching me grow within the business mm. um, of, of entertainment specifically. Um, and then that's how he, he hit me up and approached me, and I was down because I'd already been really enjoying the gym. They'd, they'd always been sending me like you know little packages every now and again, mm. and I would always post. No, you know, without any payment because I was really enjoying it. Mm. And I guess maybe he noticed. I mean, he's probably the one to tell you why me specifically. Mm. I, just, I know why me, but I'd love to hear what he would have to say if someone had to ask him actually. For sure, for sure. But have you always wanted to venture into the alcoholic um, industry or alcohol industry? Sorry. I mean, if you look at the industry generally, and you know, the, 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 the lifestyle in the liquor business is quite interesting and it's got so much to navigate in terms of marketing and, you know, always making sure that they remain responsible in, in their messaging, mm-hmm. even um, when they market the lifestyle that they're selling with the alcohol. I think I've always been a part of it. You know, if you look at my, my CV, as it were, Mm-hmm. Um, you see that I've worked with a lot of alcohol brands and I've enjoyed working with them and I've worked well with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess, you know, we grew up in an era where this type of opportunity was impossible. You always just got paid and got home. You would never, you never had the power. And that's what I love about, you know, how the industry has evolved over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Because now I think we understand through either social media or just 
evolution of the internet, we understand the power we have mm. as public figures of what we can ask for, what we can negotiate for. We never realized we could negotiate things like this until, you know, we saw um, personalities ab- abroad negotiating these type of deals. Sometimes you see people starting their own thing now because now mm. we have access to more information. Mm. So, um, in the past, I would have definitely dreamt of it if I'd known it was possible. Mm. But now, with people like Vinte and P. Diddy and The Rock, now they've shown us that, hey, even for you, it all, it's also possible. You can make this happen. You just got to dream bigger. So I think only in recent days was I able to dream of venturing into this business in the way that I am now. Mm. But that dream, I couldn't have dreamt that in the past. I would have only hoped they wanted to work with me in the past because that's what I've been taught is possible. Mm-mm. I love that. You said a mouthful. I actually want to backtrack a little bit into some of the stuff that you've already mentioned. Um, so you mentioned, you know, I like the fact that you mentioned DJ Zinke and Pete Diddy, you know, in the same sentence. And that's beautiful. And it's great to see more women venturing into this business as well. Um, but obviously with DJ Zinke being one of your best friends, um, also being a part of that alcoholic uh, alcohol industry, did you look to her maybe for advice as well before oh, embarking on this venture? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she was one of the first people I called actually um, to ask a few questions. I phoned about three or four different people to get some advice because I think it's always one thing to get excited about an opportunity. It's mm. always also another to make sure you are ready, prepared, or at least aware of how much you're going to have to put in in order to be successful. Because I don't want someone to bet on me mm. um, and like get this betting on me. You know what I mean? Mm. And I'm betting on this brand as well. We're both we're both taking some risks. Yeah, and I wanted to make sure that the reward is the reward will make sense, but most importantly, that I'm up for the challenge. Mm-hmm. I hate getting involved in things that I'm not either prepared for or unaware of what I really have to give. Mm-hmm. Um, or imagine getting into something, having so much to give, and mm-hmm. they tell you actually no, you're doing too much. This is all you want from you. That can be quite disheartening as well. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I needed to make sure that Seth and I are aligned. That basically, in terms of industry standards, I'm aware of what's happening, the rules, and you know what what I can and cannot negotiate, or what where I can push the envelope. But definitely, I phoned Zinke and a couple other people just to get some advice. You know, mm-hmm. not just about oh, you know, am I am I am I asking for what I deserve, but mm-hmm. can I actually take responsibility for what I believe for what I believe I deserve? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Can mm-hmm. I actually handle that? So I had a lot to learn and I made sure I figured that out before I before I agreed to this as well. Yeah. I mean, you also spoke about the fact that, you know, such opportunities are, you know, something that we could only dream of actually seeing happen, especially um, for women getting into that industry. But when you speak of, um, you know, the advice that you received, not just from Zinta, but from other people as well, maybe for even somebody who wants to be into this industry, what was the biggest lesson that you've had to learn um, when embarking on this journey? Wow, that I need to be confident and believe in myself. I think, you know, as an actress generally, I don't know if you know, as a woman in general, mm. I always think it's, it's unique to me because I like to speak for myself, I yes. guess, on it. Mm. But um, imposter syndrome is a real thing, you know. Mm. And to venture into a new into a new territory like this, mm. um, you need proper guidance and you need to listen, but you also need to believe in yourself. Mm. I have, over the years, learned how to make sure people can sell their alcohol um, or liquor or whatever, now I get to sell my own. 
in a way that I believe it should be done, not always following direction and whatever. So now I get to dream a bit bigger about how things get done. I get to negotiate on how things actually get done for something that is part of my legacy. So it really was about thinking about my own confidence and my own self-belief and understanding that I, I do have the power to do this. I do have the strength to do this. I do have the smarts to do this. And it's not just about my looks anymore. You know what I mean? Or what I can post on Instagram or Twitter. It's not just about that anymore. It's literally about building the idea and the identity of the brand going forward. I mean, Seth and, and, and these brands have already done an incredible job in, um, in building the brand thus far. And I think I'm just here now to kind of skyrocket it or give it that extra boost that I only I can give it, for example. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that, but it's just, you know, self-doubt can be the biggest, biggest um, enemy of progress. Mm-hmm. So for me, I've, I've always been working on that. And to have people like Zinke around me and many other people that I speak to about this has been very empowering because you, you always need your friends to be your best PR. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, not only to other people, most especially to you, people who are going to reflect who you truly are to yourself and the things that you possibly may or may not be able to see. So for me, that's one of the biggest things I had to learn because I think apart from the technicalities and the logistics and the admin of, of this business, I've got best to look to for that. And he's also just made me feel like I am able and I am strong and I'm powerful and you can do this is the reason I've chosen you for this. So, um, for me, that's been really exciting. And to think that he's been wanting to do this for a long time is also really cool. By the way, I give long answers because of an interview I did with Azania years ago where she punished me and said, like, <laughs> you need to talk. Like, you need to talk. Yes, but I yes. have, she said, I'll cut you off. I need to cut you off, but you have to talk. So <laughs> feel free to, to step in if you need to. Love that. I actually love the long answers as well. Um, but also getting into the fact that um, obviously, yes, this has been in the making. But um, why do you think this was the right time for you to venture into this space right now? Obviously, we come from a, well, we're still in a pandemic, uh, but the world has opened up a little bit more. You know, alcohol sales, obviously, at some point were shut down. So um, why, do you, why do you think it was the right time for you to venture into that space um, right now? I think timing is everything. You're right. Um, firstly, I'm going to have a God. God works this to me for a reason. I pray about things. If it's not meant for me, make sure it does not work out. Well, Jesus. But then there's a part of me that's like, I'm in the last few years have been very focused on building a legacy, building things that are long lasting. And I started this journey about six years ago now when I started the Blackboard Hair Care Range. Um, and that, you know, that, that situation is a little bit different, but the same in terms of me learning and growing and understanding what, what needs to be done for a market to believe in your product, how to market that product, how to communicate to people, etc. And still growing and doing that. But as a businesswoman, like right now, and you can say this, but like I have, okay, one of the kids is at school, three of the kids are in school. Um, my daughter's hospice is, okay, are at school right now, but I have my cousin's kids, yeah. So in total, I have six children in my house right now.
You know, these are my arrows into the future when I'm not there. These are the kids that are going to be representing me. Mm. And what are they going to be representing? I'm tired of this whole thing of, you know, I want to have test Sunday. Let me put it that way. But it's, it's also just a case of I'm growing and I need to grow into different spaces. And if any artist hasn't been um, in this last 18 or so months, mm. that you really have to have another plan. Mm. Um, and in order to, to live comfortably in, 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 in your actual career, like as an actress or an entertainer, mm. I can't live in a, in a world that's just always, um, what's the word, full of anxiety, you know, uncertainty, things like that. Um, creative juices can flow, but they can also be blocked by that type of energy. I don't mm. want to live like that. It's not good for my children. It's not good for me. Um, and, and so I want to get out of that type of anxious, always looking for workspace. I'm in a place where now I want to create work. Queen Corner was one of those things for me. Black Girl Hair was one of those things now. I have the Black Girl collection of candles that I've created. Actually, my manager, who is mm. phenomenal at creating artisan soaps and candles and partnered together. And mind you, when we called that collection Black Rose, I had absolutely no idea that... <laughs> that this was going to happen. That was last yeah. year, you know, yeah. around this of the year, no, late last year. Mm. Yeah, I had absolutely no idea that this was going to happen. So that's kind of like written in the stars, Black Pearl, Black Rose, like, surely this can't be a coincidence, you know? Mm. Um, so that for me is something that's also really exciting. And I think I have, I, I have, I have the, I have the gusto for this. I'm a smart girl. I'm going to mm. make this happen. Yes, 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 love that. I mean, obviously, you speak about building a legacy, building an empire, you know, through the different ventures that you've been on. I just want to first hold in on, um, you know, this partnership, obviously, with uh, uh, Black Rose. Uh, will we be seeing you release your own gin flavor at some point, at some point in the future? The game is to be sold, my sister, never told. <laughs> <laughs> I will not give that information until... No, it's also a question of I need to have certainty, it needs to be perfect, if and when possibly it happens. Mm. So um, let's focus on what we've got right now yeah. and making that power and making that happen. Mm. Um, because I also want to build on something that's strong. The flavors that already exist with Black Rose, mm. with the Black Rose gin, is a very, very strong. Mm. Um, if you look at the blood orange, it's something that you can drink on its own, straight with some ice. Obviously, the statue of a straight gin that you can do, you know, any type of traditional gin drink that you want to do. Then there's also Lush, which is like pink pomegranate. Mm. By the way, I plant two pomegranate, I have two pomegranate trees in my house, I love pomegranate. Love and it. it's, it's, yeah, it's like got a more flirty tone. So the, 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 the flavors that are already there, you know, are very strong. And I want to build on those and make sure that people understand that what already exists in the, in the Black Rose gin um, connection is very, very strong. Mm. So not just in its taste and in its flavor, but just in, in the packaging, all of it is really, I, otherwise I wouldn't have jumped on. I would have been said, if I was so desperate to have my own flavor out, I was enjoying the flavors on their own. Mm. I'd like to have other people enjoy them. And when something new comes up that I want to create, um, I'll definitely, I'll definitely do that if that opportunity makes a whole lot of sense. But I wouldn't want to say, yeah, I'm so excited to do that as if the places that are there already, all three of them, aren't um, diverse and and pleasant and, and just kind of very pleasing to the palate flavors. Mm. I really enjoy mixing them. I, I create basically other flavors of gin probably when I mix them together in the way that 
I enjoy mixing them. But I'm gonna play a lot of that on my. I'm gonna play a lot. Um, wow, my English. Rosella Maleo is the most. Yeah. Not online. <laughs> For <laughs> I'll sure. Play with a lot of that online. Mm. Um, I think it's really wild. I think that I'll play with a lot of that online. Um, when when I share how I make the drinks myself, mm. and I think it's gonna be really really cool. So yes, but I think what we have is really good. So yeah, let's hold up on that. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously building a legacy, building an empire. What do you want to be remembered as, just in the entertainment industry, and your contribution to just the entertainment culture and just like uh, all the stuff that you've done? Wow, uh, I guess in some way a disruptor. Um, there's so many things. I mean, I always say uh, this is line. I always say like, I just want to be remembered as someone who died with nothing left to give mm. the, the planet, the world, you know, mm. I have my, they say that the, the graveside is one of the most richest places on earth, just full of potential that people didn't fulfill. I want my grave to be the most poverty-stricken thing you can find on this planet. So, you know, that's the one thing I want to, and when I say my grave, I mean, in turn, it's like I really gave everything to the world, to my children. Mm. Um, and so, there's that. But as a disruptor, you know, to do things differently, to, to really say what you believe and be honest, because I think there's a, there's a huge lack of authenticity, um, you know, floating around, not just because of social media, Instagram, you know, there's a huge lack of authenticity where people are representing one thing, and I understand it's a brand, mm-hmm. but when this thing started, I thought it was about people, you know, mm-hmm. and when you meet people, this is a completely different thing, you know, they don't mm-hmm. look the same. They don't act the same, they don't talk the same. It's, it's, for me, that's just very odd. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I get paid to act and to try and be something else. You know what I mean? So <laughs> everybody understands what that is. Mm-hmm. But when someone is completely different, I mean, there's also the introvert, extrovert thing. I understand all of that. But um, for me, I want to just be remembered as someone who was a disruptor, who was authentic, who always told their truth, um, no matter what, well, no matter what the cost could have been. Um, and, and it's cost me a lot. Mm. And sometimes there are things that I look back at and I'm like, oh, maybe I could have handled that. I could have been honest, maybe in a different way. So I'm kind of learning how not to be filtered, but to be constructive and strategic, maybe. Mm. But for me, like my heart is on my sleeve. And, um, and I love that about myself. It's something I've had to learn to love. But at the same time, it's something that I guess has cost me in certain ways. But I'm growing up, you know, and if there's one thing people can say is that Paul was always completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. And it's so good to know that no one can ever, you know, really dispute that. And so I just want to be remembered as someone who was a disruptor, who was authentic and made people feel good. And that's, and, and that's something I think an entertainer is supposed to be doing, to change, mm-hmm. to change you know, the paradigm, called the paradigm shift or to kind of, allow people to see things in a different way to do that honestly and help people escape the troubles of their own issues you know mm-hmm. or give, give them more insight and escape the reality that they, maybe they're in but in a way that's going to also help them gain insight I think what an artist is supposed to do is exactly that and I want to remember, I want to be remembered for doing that as well mm, I love that Obviously, you've also been speaking your truth. We see you speaking your truth all the time. Group etiquette. You spoke on behalf of all of us. Women, <laughs> Are you really bringing that up? <laughs> <laughs> that was just my last little, last little icebreaker there at the end. But thank you so much for taking the time out. 
to chat to us again. I really do appreciate it. And also, yeah. congratulations and really all the best on everything that you're doing. It's quite amazing. We love to see it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great one. You too, Shabja. Shabja.